Good evening, good evening, or good morning, or good night. Whenever you're listening to it, this is Levi Bertie. Another episode of the Old Nigga Section is now. Now today, I started out with, uh, well, let me just talk about something that happened a few weeks ago. Maybe, no, it was a few weeks ago. Maybe last week. I was in my homeboy Ken Garage and talking to his father and... The song, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. That song came on, and for the first time, it felt like I actually listened to what was going on in the song. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, songs songs from the past that your parents and stuff played, you knew it. You may have knew the hook, but some of the songs, if I ain't really care too much about it, I wouldn't um I probably wouldn't know all the words or maybe digested it like I should have. Well today well that day was the day. I really digested that song and it just blew my fucking mind. This nigga is talking about having his having his God no. If he can't live without his side if he can't have his side meat and what he got, then he don't even want to be here. He don't even want to go through it. Like, why I'm, why I'm going to do this? Why I'm going to do this life thing if I can't do everything I want to do? And that shit that was mind-fucking-blowing. I couldn't even believe it. Am I wrong to hunger for your gentleness of your touch? Knowing I got somebody else at home who needs me just as much. What? <laughs> what? I know exactly why... I had a broken home growing up. I know. How in the fuck could my daddy not cheat if this the type of music that's being played for them? How? How 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 is it how is it that it's like niggas with like five different kids all across the planet because of this song here? This song influenced the generation. This is why we got broken homes all over the place. I, I it, it it really didn't it really didn't hit me. And you know, that was the man's angle. And the shit was crazy because I had said it and Ken looked at me like, nigga, you didn't know this was, that was, that's what was in the song. And I was like, I, it, I, it really didn't, it really didn't hit me. And then right after that, um, Mary J's version of the song Sweet Thing comes on. And I'm like, this is just as bad. I wish you were my lover, but you act so undercover. Uh-huh. Mm, very very interesting don't want your mind don't want your money these words I'm saying they make sound funny that means she don't even mind being the side meat so being the side piece is actually pretty damn popular if you if you, if you look at it like that I would at least take it as that pretty interesting right yeah and today is the day before Christmas Eve. Why am, I, why am I even saying the day before Christmas Eve? My wife, the entire month of December, has just said, it don't feel like Christmas. 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 And today was the first day that I actually said to myself, maybe she was right. Because it really, it really doesn't feel that way at all. Like, she got her gift the other day. Actually, what, what's what's today? Monday? 
Like the other day, I was just laying in the bed. I was like, if you want your gift, I'll tell you where it is. And she went and found it and got it. And been using it ever since. So it's, it's, it's not even the same. You know, my son pretty much know what he got. It just it just don't even feel right, you know, and it's just Christmas it it always comes that time of reflection for a lot of people because a lot of people start to think about all of the people that they lost and when they gather with family, you know, you're looking around and like, damn, I wish your mom was here, I wish your dad was here, I wish my dad was here. You know, these these type of things that happen when you have your end of the year festival called Christmas. And that's what most people think about. Man, what the fuck is my damn neighbor playing? Uh, damn. He being a fucking asshole. Or maybe he do that shit because Cam be bumping his damn music loud as hell. Maybe he do that shit like that. I don't know. But while people are reflecting on the people that they lost in those type of things, me, myself, I'm thinking about the lies that were told to me. And I know y'all probably wondering who the hell told you a lie, Levi. Well, let me explain. Santa Claus. When I was a kid, I was taught or informed that if I'm good, that a fat white man is gonna come in my come in my chimney and drop some gifts off to me, and it's gonna be dope. And then I said I started asking myself uh, First thing I said to myself was When I see people that are less fortunate I said well why Santa Claus just ain't come help them out I'm like yo I need a new house Or I need some new shoes But Santa ain't never helped them out all year long I'm like alright alright You you know you, you just go follow You know Then I say well you know he's gonna Come to the chimney You know you sit there look at the chimney I say he can't he, he can't fit enough. He gonna do this and then if he got a bag of stuff, how is he gonna do it? But you know the diagram, you know the people that always make the pictures of Santa Claus doing this and that, and it just it just bothers me so much because it's lies. Our parents, the teachers, everybody around us, they told us lies. You you knew from the jump I couldn't trust a motherfucking soul. Because if I'm getting lied to from people that I think care about me, like teachers and parents and, and aunts and uncles, then what what the fuck do I got to look forward to? And so when you t- when I'm thinking about it, I remember when I saw um, gifts being transported from my granddaddy's house to my house. And I watched it out my window and I'm just like, oh, man, come on. Come on, man. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit And I cried I, I cried And it was never the same for me So That's what I think about Every single Christmas Every time Christmas comes around I think about the exact same thing I think about Damn That's really fucked up That I was lied to like this It just it just really pissed me off I couldn't even uh, uh, Bothers me so much man and then it's like well, Santa Claus. Where the fuck did Santa come from? Like, where did who even thought who even thought of the fat white man that brings gifts? Like, what what does it symbolize? Because it don't you know they say Christ and Christmas, but I'm like, ain't nowhere in the Bible to even tell you that Jesus was born on December 25th. So what the fuck are we doing? Why why do we live through the lie? 
even though I love giving gifts, if I can afford it, I love, I definitely love receiving gifts if I can get one. And I just ask, like, what is the what is the true purpose? Like, what what really happened? I wonder what other country what other countries are looking at us saying, like, the fuck are you niggas celebrating, nigga? Like, I don't know. And I'm in here cooking, frying some chicken, so we'll try to continue everything from there. But hold on for one moment. All right, I'm back. I had to turn the chicken over and mess with the fries, make sure they're getting done. But another thing that I meant to talk about, and I was gonna, and I had it written down, um, that I wanted to speak about, about not judging a book by its cover. But I'm gonna tell you why all that shit got thrown out the window. So, um, of course, I, I think I talked about this before. I now work first shift, so I, you know, meet new people and stuff like that. So one of the guys who comes around, you know, he usually didn't really say much, but you know, he just say, "What's up? How you doing?" You know, what I'm saying I dropped the pallet one time, he stopped and offered the help when everybody else passed by, and I was like, "Damn, that's a pretty pretty cool guy." One day he came to work, he had on Trump twenty twenty socks. Now, if you look at him, you can probably tell he he's a Trump supporter, but to me, he's been one of the nicest guys that I work with. You know, he always communicates. He always talks to me, and I and I came up here and I was just about to, just about to talk about it because you know everybody talking about the impeachment of Trump and all this other shit that don't count. And I was saying to myself, like, man, maybe if we just looked at each other as people, you know, maybe we wouldn't have these type of issues. And then I met a, well, I became aware of a black Trump supporter. And I'm just, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I'll say this, and I guess my boys will hear this. out you know, I'm sure y'all, y'all hear this. Y'all know why? I delete my damn group chat. I just deleted the shit off my phone. I can't even take it. I was just like, I don't, I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to read no more shit because I'm, I'm realizing now that I let the words and the stuff that people say bother the fuck out of me to the point that I'm just like that I can't even I can't do it it's just like I deleted Facebook off my phone because every time I logged on to it it was some ignorant shit up there and I just like yo listen Facebook and the stuff on Facebook you ain't gotta see it just don't look at it cause I like some of the ignorance I'm, I'm not gonna you know I ain't that bad I, you know I like some of the ignorant shit but for the most part I try to stay off of stuff like that um, if it's not entertaining and today i found my group chat not being entertaining anymore i found it being just like yo what what the fuck is this shit and like i said just i had to remove it now of course i want to get back up there and talk shit i actually wanted to send a, send a damn post or some shit but i just said no nah, i'm gonna i'm gonna relax for a second because the older i get i realize i cannot digest everything i can't i can't if 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 a point of view doesn't match mine, anybody tell you I'll debate the shit out of you all day long, and I felt like I was I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to debate but so long without saying something rude or something like that. And when I thought of it like that, I was just like just just stop, just stop, just don't don't even be don't even be up there because it's 
it's not productive. It's not, you know, I can go, I can do without. And that's what I have to do. So, y'all want to talk to me, y'all know where to find me. Uh, my phone numbers, well, ain't the same, but y'all know it. But yeah, this episode is fucking trash. I tried to record this shit, and it's fucking trash, trash, trash. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Levi. This is December 27th, my son's birthday. I know I had an episode that I started before Christmas, but that shit was trash, to be honest. Um, And my thoughts were flowing this morning, so I was ready to get into it. Now, if you skip to this part, you might have to go back to the beginning because I did mention some of this. But remember when I just talked about the lies that are told? Well, one of our listeners, one of my good friends, she ended up telling her son the on Christmas Eve or the 23rd, one of them, just just the days before Christmas, that Santa wasn't real. And he cannot trust her. Well, I won't say he can't trust her, but he recognizes that she has told him lies and now feels the type of way about it. And I and for years I kept saying, telling myself, so I wonder did anybody else feel betrayed outside of me? And now I see we have a child who also feels betrayed. It's terrible, it's hurtful, but you know. That's how it happens sometimes. Alright. Another thing. I got a child that's 17 years old. He's about to be considered a man and out the house in one more year after the day. And I really want another baby now. Now I'm now I'm like so like now I'm like alright, alright, alright. I done raised one. I need about seven more. You know what I mean? Some some something around that range. And that would be awesome. For me at least. Alright, um something happened over the well right before the right before the holidays i want to um give a shout out to one of my friends i don't want to call her name out but she was in a really 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 bad accident um but she's alive and and as i tell y'all all the time hey being alive is the power you can change everything from you know from the moment that you realize you need to make a change nine times out of ten you can probably you can probably make a change so you know, just just little stuff like that. Really, you know, just take some time to appreciate. All right, now we get into the semi-juicy stuff. All right, all right. So I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm gonna try not to use any names, or hopefully I don't sound any kind of disrespectful. But this is for the niggas in the county. This is for Bertie. And if you're on Facebook, this shit is. It's hilarious, but it, it feel like it shouldn't be. <laughs> it feels like it shouldn't be hilarious, but if it, but it feels like a lifetime movie. It feels like, um, I don't know. It's like it feels like a hoax. It feels real. Like it is sad, and people have really made light of it. And I'm I'm gonna give you a breakdown now. A few days ago on Facebook. A young lady's sister posted, you know, posted to like I made a a, a message to a sister, you know, call me. I'm I'm here for you and all of this stuff and and a lot of people began to realize that a young lady was missing or believed that she was missing. So for days people called her, she never returned the calls or anything, and then random people would get 
a message saying I'm saying I'm alright, saying I'm good. Um, just going through something, you know what I'm saying? So people will get people will get a random message about that, and so before the young lady could even announce what happened, there were like kidnapping, sex trafficking theories, and all of this stuff going on out here. And I'm just like, I ain't even think this type of shit. Y'all even talked about it in Bertie, but this is hey, hey. If y'all talking about it, trust me, I have enjoyed every second of the shit. So, what the story that I have become aware of, um, per post, is that a young lady was assaulted. Um, she was she was raped um, by by a man recently, and was feeling depressed after the as the result of going through. The traumatizing situation. That's everybody would think that's fine, right? Alright. Well, the young lady who does it is usually a uh not to say a, a social media comedian, but she she keeps she keeps her spirit up. So she jokes a lot and stuff like that. So a lot of people thought that what she was saying was a joke, and then you know she's a lesbian, um, like a stud, so then everybody was really Saying like, well, she's a stud, you know, she's she had sex with a man, this is not good, this is not good. And then the joke started flying. You have people saying that she lying, people saying that she get dick all the time. It, it was just random conversations and shit that was thrown my way because I don't I don't know her personally. Um but like I know people in the, I know people still in Bertie who do you know who know her, so some people just like it could be true, but we just don't know. And then there was a lot of people who made posts saying you're lying. You're just you're faking. You're using the whole mental health, depressed stuff, um, and using it as a crutch. And I began to then say, "Wow, that's that's kind of fucked up." Because no matter what, no matter what the case is, if somebody say they rape. Then they rape. You get what I'm saying? Like if I came up here and I said I got some dick, I, that means I was raped. I'm a heterosexual male, and that's what I I am. That's what I identify as. That's just what it is. So if I came up here and said, "Oh my God, I got some dick," and y'all started laughing, I could understand the laughing, but it'd be really, really serious. Like, yo, I got raped. Yo, like you can't. You can't make jokes about that. Like it's not it's nothing to joke about. It's nothing funny about it. It's nothing to critique. It's nothing to ask yourself about. It's not cool. And for the people who make jokes or make light of situations like that, yo man, you're a pure scum. You're you're scum of the earth. Because it's because it's wrong. I understand it. Now there's been a few um, people on Facebook who made apology posts and stuff like that and just said, you know, let the shit play out. It's even still a few people saying, No, this no, she lying, she lying, don't fall for that shit. Cause it's bullshit minded. Um man, the conspiracy theories are, are just crazy, but I just feel like until you find 100% proof Oh and then the guy that they said did it Nobody can find out who he is Nobody said they have never heard of him So um, that's, a, that's another thing So I, I'm just confused I'm just confused overall Because it's like me I have to keep, I have to keep a positive attitude I have to keep positive spirits um, In regards 
to her, to her situation, and anything that she's going through, I have to keep a positive spirit for her. You know, it's just, it's, but I'm not going to say she depressed because she got cheated on or she missed her ex-old lady and now she depressed. And I was just like, yo, what if she could really, really be raped? If I was a dyke and I ain't taking dick and then I get dick, I'm feeling real, real insecure. I'm feeling real upset. So we don't need no jokes about, well, you're still a woman at the end of the day. Like, yeah, you still a woman, but I don't want dick. If I don't want dick, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to take dick. Forcefully. You know, and it was just, it was crazy because even at my Christmas, <laughs> my mom was asking me about it. She was like, what? What happened here? You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, okay. All right. This shit, this shit, really. And she work at the rest house. She, you know, she probably around the young CNAs and shit like that. She hearing all the, hearing all the, the juice in the county and stuff like that. So, it was very, very interesting. So, I'll say this. To someone who has been raped, to someone who knows about rape, hey man, listen, I, I'm sorry that you had to go through that, I'm sorry that you had to experience that, um, you know, people who even have it on their mind, like knowing that a family member or somebody's been raped, I'm, I'm 100% sorry for it, you know, of course, I can't do anything about it, but I can pray for you. And pray that you heal and pray that you get there because it's, it's really nothing to joke about. You think about all the cases of women who've been raped and don't say anything to anyone because they don't want they don't want to either put the person on blast or they don't want to feel the judgment of others and, and those type of things. Those are real, real life situations. Those are things that really, really happen to people. You know? It's, it's, it's really sad, you know, could you imagine like her being a lesbian, say say the man raped her and, and you know, ejaculated in her, and she ends up pregnant, now she has to go through the scarring of a mis I mean, a, um, of an abortion that she chose to and it's like man, like all you gotta do is keep your dick to yourself, fellas, if she don't want it, she don't want it when I was out in the world, I got I tried my hardest to get full consent tried my hardest to get full consent just so there wasn't any kind of you know questionable moments because there have been some questionable moments in my life and I just like oh shit oh I go whoa 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 I didn't know you thought that way you know what I'm saying on, some, on, on an attempt before so after that point I said nah I, I, I have sisters I have a mother I have a niece I have cousins I have friends I wouldn't want none of them to experience kind of any kind of rape. So I treat women as I want the women of my life to be treated. So I ask, hey, is this a good thing? Hey, are you with it? Hey, 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 hey. you feel good? You like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you got to get permission. So that was, that was something, this was heavy on my mind. I know this was been my I was gonna go in talking about Cam, but y'all wanna hear that shit. Y'all wanna hear about 17 years ago. Right around this time. It's about 6 or 7 in the morning right now. So right around this time, I wake up, doctors ask questions. We're still at the hospital. 
from the night over. Still, she's going through pain and waking up screaming and needing epidural. And, and I got my little camera. Because remember back then you had the camera that you had to wind up yourself. So I had a little wind up camera myself. And I was doing that well, the, whole, the whole time. Legs spread open, cam, head popping out, and I'm snapping pictures. Snapping up a storm. So whoever was at Ecker, because Ecker was open at that time. Uh, the Ecker guy, uh, the Ecker lady, it's in all parts of Cam's mama's job. Because I was snapping, snapping, snapping. As soon as he was entering the world. It's, it's been one of the happiest things in my life. You know, I'm just, just, just raising a child, you know. And of course, I definitely haven't been a, a perfect parent. And, and even at his age, I still struggle to reach him in some areas. I don't have that, you know, that TV, that TV relationship with the kid. But, you know, it's all other parents who got a kid around this age. A lot of them say that we don't have that either. We don't have that either. It's, a, it's, a few, it's a few fathers I know, like shout out to Trav Mack, um, who has that strong, strong relationship with, the, with their sons. And I think that's beautiful. Shout out to my man Casper. He got both his boys right under his wing, and he's teaching them every step of the way. Um, you know, B-Mac, you know, he got a little athlete. I'm, I'm talking about my homeboys now, but, you know, name the Kalen, you know, just, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing, and uh, PJ, he got, he got the little man, and Bree, she just turned 18, happy birthday. Um, it's just a beautiful thing being a parent, and watching somebody grow from looking like an alien to now having a bunch of hair, thinking he little baby junior. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man, and I'm just happy. I'm happy to say that, you know, that I'm, I am his father. Um, I kept, you know, something I kept saying when when I was younger, because cause mind you, I was 22 years, I was 22 when Cam was born. And I kept saying, I said, yo, I hope my son is a cool-ass nigga, yo. I mean, I said nigga, but you know, I said, I hope, I hope he's pretty damn cool. And at 17, I can say, my son is pretty damn cool. That's all right. You know, we, we might not chat and talk, you know, as much as I would want to or have that type of relationship. But you know I'm there. You know I got his back. And I, I guess that's all I can do until he gets older and then he realizes that I was a cool-ass nigga, too. So he, he could fuck with me. But um, to all the new fathers, enjoy it, man. It's, it's, it's a bit, you know, your child is going to take further than what you see. You know, that's the reality. Your child is gonna see much further than what you see. They're gonna see the world that you that you that you that we won't be able to see when we're not here anymore. So, you know, do your best to raise them, give them all of the guidance and love and affection that you possibly can because they need it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can still teach a man and still teach him love. Um that's something that's not that's something I do. I can't say that Cam knows. Cam knows he knows love. He knows that I, I provide that. You know, I don't, I don't mind giving him a hug. I pick him up. I still treat him like he's a baby because he's, you know, at the end of the day, he's still my baby. I mean, he's not a baby, but he's still, you know, he's he's still mine. So I'm about to head on to work, and I hope y'all enjoyed the second half because the first half, I know it was trash. I was recording it, and I was like, yo, this shit is trash. So um, I just want y'all to know I love you. Cam, I know you're not listening, but I love you. Um, thank you, the chipmunk, for giving me my son. Thank you to my wife. Um, 
for always helping me, you know, with, with guiding him now because that, you know, it's, it's a it's a team effort, you know. It's always a team effort, and uh, to the young lady who was assaulted, I, once again, I, I want to say that I'm sorry on the behalf of the people um, who were making jokes and stuff like that. That that was that was, that wasn't cool. I ain't like that shit. Um, and I hope everybody Christmas was good. I got some shoes, which I was happy about, and I got a sweater, and I got some socks. Nigga, I'm happy as shit. And my mama gave me a nice sweater I could do. She told me I could wear to work. I was going to wear it out. She was talking about, no, I got this for you to wear to work. I said, oh, shit. Now we fucking live. Because ain't nothing better than a gift that you actually use. Oh, oh, before I go, can I talk about how my sister tried to stun on everybody for Christmas? So everybody, we all, we all giving out gifts and stuff like that. And then my sister breaks out a calendar with pictures of Cam and Jewel. That's my son and my niece. Knowing that's what her love is. I said, man, ain't this some shit? I'm looking, she already, ooh, ooh. I'm just like, oh, man, motherfucker. Ain't that some shit? See, even even as a grown, I'm still trying to get my mama love over my other, other siblings. <laughs> but I love y'all. Enjoy y'all day. Um, Yeah.